Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello to everyone out there, and welcome to Hallway Conversations on Epilepsy.com. My name is Dr. Joseph Servan. I'm Editor-in-Chief of Epilepsy.com. Today is November 14th, 2016. We are very much in the throes of uh, November, which is Epilepsy Awareness Month, a very important month uh, for us here at the Epilepsy Foundation and on Epilepsy.com. Today we're going to talk about something that we probably haven't discussed too often, and, and in my own personal memory, I don't even recall uh, covering this particular topic, uh, but it's one that certainly merits it, and that's looking at how do we help underserved individuals with epilepsy. That may mean here in the United States. It may mean internationally. Well, there are a lot of creative approaches, and one of these uh, we're going to highlight today. Joining me is Mr. Scott Boyer. He's CEO of OWP Pharma, a member of the board of the ROW Foundation and the Solidarity Bridge Board, as well as Mr. Kurt Florian, Executive Director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Chicago. And they're going to join me to talk about uh, kind of a very interesting project and uh, business model, if you will, in terms of how to help folks. So, uh, Scott, Kurt, it is a pleasure to have you this morning on Hallway Conversations. Thank, Thank you, you so Joe. Much. It's great to be here. It's a pleasure. Well, we'll let, let's start off um, with each of you, and maybe I'll start off with Scott. Uh, I'll start with this question just to set the stage for our listeners. Can you tell us about your current work in epilepsy and your role in the field, and then I'll have Kurt answer the same question as well. Um, uh, certainly, um, and uh, you know, my background is pretty much in, in big pharma. I spent about 27 years in big pharma, and uh, toward the tail end, I started to think about ways to um, uh, help under-resourced people around uh, the world, uh, in the U.S. and uh, globally. Um, and so, uh, basically, came up with a model along with a few other uh, uh, key folks on how we could create a sustainable and also scalable model that would be profitable um, and also be able to reach out and connect with under-resourced uh, people with epilepsy uh, globally. Um, so we started a, uh, a for-profit company called OWP Pharma, which sells uh, branded generic medications in the United States, and also at the same time started a uh, not-for-profit 501c3 uh, foundation called the ROW Foundation, uh, which stands for Rest of World and uh, that would be supported, and they would do uh, good work um, specifically focused on epilepsy um, in the U.S. and around the world. Fantastic. Kurt, can you tell us about uh, also your current work and your role, and then we're going to get back into the uh, to this fascinating model in a moment. Sure, Joe. Um, I have been on the board of the Epilepsy Foundation of Greater Chicago for about 20, 25 years, um, and then about four years ago, when uh, when Phil Gatone went off to uh, to Landover, um, I uh, became the uh, the president of the Epilepsy Foundation of Greater Chicago, and the the passion for epilepsy really arises out of uh, my my daughter's struggles with seizures, and right now she's she's got great control, um, which we're very thankful to God for. Um, 
but that's where uh, that's where my involvement and, and passion okay. for epilepsy and the Epilepsy Foundation began. Fantastic. Thank you for, for, for that because it gives us a good uh, sense of where, we're, where our conversations kind of come from. Uh, Scott, you started you, you started kind of giving us that overview about OWP Pharma, but can you kind of tell us how it's structured and how the model, which, uh, you know, when we I had heard about this, uh, fascinated me and how that business model works. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when um, I left Big Pharma, I met with uh, a few different people, including um, our co-founder, Bruce Duncan, and we talked about how we'd need to set this up in, in order for it to be sustainable and scalable and potentially to survive long-term. And um, we ended up um, um, really copying a model of a, a book publisher out of uh, Wheaton, Illinois, called Tyndale House Publishing, and they have a uh, for-profit company, and it is owned, meaning um, part of the equity is owned by the foundation. So it, we're not necessarily donating money to ROW Foundation to do, do their good work. We've set it up in such a way as we grow and become profitable, they would get um, up to 50% of our profits to basically do work around the world um, focused on education, diagnosis, and treatment of people with epilepsy. And that uh, really changes the game for the foundation. So they're not relying just on donations. And in fact, I think uh, long-term, they'll probably get most of their income will come through the form of profits or dividends through OWP Pharma. They still are able to accept donations and gladly will, but that model creates a sustain sustainability that allows us to move on and, and continue into the future. Our goal is not to sell the pharmaceutical company our goal is to build it um, so it's sustainable, and even after the founders are gone, it will continue on, and the ROW Foundation will continue to be funded um, through the sales of medications associated with OWP pharmaceuticals, and uh, again, uh, a significant percentage of those profits would flow into ROW. Got it. Can, can, what, can you just give our listeners what, what kind of uh... – I guess the the one question is, what products is OWP Pharma uh, working on? Are they anti-epileptic drugs? Are they other medications? Just so we we know that business side of it. Yeah, and um, our first four medications that we're focused on, um, and the first one is uh, uh, Rowepra, R-O-W-E-E-P-R-A. It's the immediate release form of Levitaracetam. We also um, uh, are in the process of getting um, Rowepa XR, which would be an extended re release form of uh, Levitar Acetam. And our third medication, which we're um, in the process of negotiating for right now, is a branded form of uh, Lamotrigine IR. And one of the things that we intend to do with, with that um, molecule is also to come out with the titration packs which it seems like there's a big interest in. We also have a contract uh, signed also for a branded Lamotrigine XR. That's probably not going to hit to 2018, but in 2017, potentially, we should have both forms of Levitar Acetam or Rowepra and also a branded form of Lamotrigine IR in 2017. We'll go down the list of other medications, but obviously those are the two largest medications in the U.S. Yeah. market. Um, but we potentially will add other epilepsy agents as well. But the focus is 
just on epilepsy. We don't have a focus on other medications outside of epilepsy. Got it. So, so very a very much an epilepsy based company uh, is the is the way this is viewed, uh, at least uh, by yourself and others. Then. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. What now? In, in a way, you've answered this. I mean, the, the this business of the OWP will help fund ROW. Um, so, can you give, you know, from either of you, give us examples of how ROW, uh, how how are they going out and helping? Have, do they have? Do you guys have uh, tangible programs at this moment? Uh, or examples of how the foundation's gone out and helped others in underserved areas? Yeah, and I think what I'll do is I'll list one, and then Kurt can maybe talk about how Solidarity Bridge and ROW work together. Um, okay. And um, we've got, uh, and it's available on our website for the ROW Foundation website or on their Facebook, but um, um, we've got a few different programs, one in Armenia where we provided a video EEG machine and also medi medication um, in Yerevan, Armenia. Also one that uh, um, I'm really excited about is that um, uh, a neurologist uh, out of Alabama, Dr. Lipscomb, um, mm -hmm. has uh, gone to Kenya um, and we provided two portable EEG machines that went to mission hospitals he went over there with a small team to train um, techs to do EEGs, and through the technology that's now available, um, they're able to basically upload those EEG reports, send them back to the United States to Dr. Lipscomb and other potential volunteer neurologists and epileptologists to be read and evaluated, and they can send a uh, treatment plan back to Kenya um, to these two specific uh, mission hospitals. And that's one of the things that is so cool with the technology that we have now that we can do things like that, and it doesn't require sending an entire team over uh, kind of like most mission trips. And I can see us doing more uh, examples like that in the future. And then also um, um, Paul Reagan, the president of the ROW Foundation, also worked with uh, Kurt and Solidarity Bridge, and I'll turn it over to Kurt to talk about that. Um, sure. Thanks, Scott. Um, what I, so Solidarity Bridge is a, a group that I've been on the board of for about seven or eight years now, and it's a, a not-for-profit based here in Evanston, Illinois, that engages in complex medical mission programs in Bolivia in partnership hmm. with Bolivian physicians. So we, have, uh, we do open-heart surgeries down there, neurosurgeries, general surgeries. We have a multi-specialty team, um, but always in partnership with local doctors. So there, there are two elements. It's taking care of um, poor people in Bolivia that otherwise wouldn't get medical treatment, but it's also um, teaching, uh, teaching local doctors so that when, when people from the United States aren't there, all of these programs are sustainable and continue to, uh, to work throughout the course of the year. And recently, uh, in conjunction with our neurosurgery um, uh, group, we've, we've decided to, uh, to expand into and sponsor an epilepsy clinic in Cochabamba, Bolivia. So in wow. partnership with uh, uh, a couple of neurologists and a neurosurgeon, um, as well as the Belga Hospital in Cochabamba, Bolivia, we are opening up a, a, an epilepsy clinic. Um, and the, the problem there has been, historically, there really is no good epilepsy clinic in the country. If you have means, you go and you, and you have 
uh, are experiencing seizures, you go to Chile or Brazil or the United States for treatment. And if you're a, right. a poor person, you live with seizures. Um, there really is not a lot of uh, availability of medications um, and even treatment, uh, EEGs, things like that for people in Bolivia, the poor people in Bolivia that are experiencing epilepsy. Um, so we were fortunate enough to partner with, uh, with ROW and OWP um, uh, and get the support from ROW. And about three weeks ago, I went down to, uh, to Bolivia to continue working on this project. And uh, ROW donated to us a case of levetiracetam, which is now being used at the, uh, the Materno Infantile Hospital um, to, uh, to treat patients that otherwise would have no access to any medications whatsoever for the treatment of their epilepsy. Wow. Uh, that how, and, and right now, so these, again, and I want to highlight these, this is, at least helps to create a sustainable model in these countries that you go out, or at least that's the attempt or hope as you go out and, and kind of uh, create and make these bridges, if you will, to these other programs or creating these programs? Yeah, absolutely. With respect to Bolivia, all the programs at Solidarity Bridge engages in um, are sustainable programs so that when our doctors aren't there, it's an ongoing program. And, and I think the epilepsy clinic, more so than any other program, really lends itself to that sustainability because, um, you know, we're able to, to set up Skype calls back and forth between the neurologists in the United States that are participating in the program as well as the neurologists in Bolivia. Um, and, and, you know, unlike other medical missions, the doctors don't always have to physically be there. Um, so they can read EEGs that are, that, are, um, that are done in Cochabamba, in the EMU, in the Belga Hospital, sent up here and reviewed by docs in Chicago and other parts of the United States, and then in consultation with our neurologists down there, um, decide on what the best course of action is uh, and get these people, the, you know, the levetiracetam that otherwise would not, would not be available to them for their treatment. Which is just amazing work. I, I'm going to ask an obvious uh, kind of a question that I think should be obvious from within the uh, name of the ROW Foundation, but I'll ask it anyway. Uh, is it only? Uh, it, do you ever do? Do you ever tackle underserved areas domestically, or is it pretty much dedicated uh, to go more? global or internationally, because uh, I hear Armenia, Bolivia, and other locations, is it really meant for the rest of the world? Well, um, the ROW name came up because when I was doing research as a pharmaceutical um, kind of consultant, it, it was so apparent that uh, when I looked at sales graphs that ROW was so underserved, and that's where the name came from. But we're um, actually planning on helping people you know, when we say globally, we include the U.S., and I, I think uh, the majority of uh, the epilepsy foundations are, are places that we want to work with because they serve the under-resourced here in the United States. So we definitely intend to support uh, programs like the Epilepsy Foundation. Um, and the one thing that uh, Paul Reagan from the ROW Foundation always talks about, we're kind of a funding foundation, so we fund works of other associations like Solidarity Bridge, um, and other organizations that are doing work around the world. Um, but it's not just um, international. We definitely will work domestically. And we see most of that work primarily going through the Epilepsy Foundation and other organizations like those.
Okay, uh, which is which again amazing. Can, you know, I, I, you guys uh, both uh, when you kind of gave us your, you know, where you kind of uh, come from in terms of perspective, gave us pieces of this answer. But I'll ask it again once. What what has been the central motivation? to create such a company? Is there something personal? To, and this is, you know, to Scott, and, and then I'll ask to Kurt as he's kind of been working on this, uh, these other uh, programs as well. But is, is there something personal in this uh, uh, creation? Because it is impressive. Well, um, for me, uh, this is Scott. Um, you know, I, I guess I've always felt um, I've, I've been fortunate, um, and uh, my wife happens to be a nurse at a hospital out here in the western suburbs of Chicago. Um, you know, we've got two kids that uh, are out of college and on their feet and not living in our basement, which is always good. Um, but uh, um, we just felt that we've led a blessed life. Um, we've been very, very fortunate and tried to think of a way that we could give back um, in a significant way and uh, creating this model creates um, um, a way that uh, potentially it can go on, uh, leave a legacy of uh, even beyond our life lifespan. And that's why we've modeled it this way so the foundation has a significant piece of it. Because even uh, the, when we copied uh, Tyndale House Publishing, the founder of that uh, um, company actually has passed. And the company and their foundation continues to do work in their area of focus. And we're hoping that that's the case here as well. Part of the reason why epilepsy, I don't have a personal connection with epilepsy. I do have a lot of background in neuroscience. Uh, I spent a lot of time on the neuroscience side of the pharmaceutical business. But one of the things that, that drew me to epilepsy is that um, when you reach out to do work like Kurt is doing in uh, Bolivia, um, if you can diagnose uh, patients with epilepsy and treat them with even the generically available um, uh, agents like levetiracetam and lamotrigine that are really good drugs that have been around for a while and have a proven track record, um, about seven out of 10 of those patients will live a normal life. So um, we know according to the World Health Organization, there are, you know, I think about 40 million patients that are um, living in lower middle income countries. According to their data, about 75% or 30 million of those patients actually don't get diagnosed and treated. And if we could reach those, we could change the lives potentially of 21 million patients or 7 out of 10 of those patients. And I know that's, that's you know, a very bold and, and uh, um, goal. But even going from the other direction up, 1 out of 10, Kurt reaches 10 patients in Bolivia. Seven of those patients could go out and live a normal life filled with hope, um, filled with, uh, um, you know, uh, education, marriage, children, all those things that we think about. Um, and that's why I think epilepsy was our focus is because it can have such an impact and, uh, um, and relatively straightforward. And I, I, and I think the data is overwhelming that about 70% of the time patients can live a normal life, and that's why epilepsy was our choice. I, I I love hearing uh, just uh, just just the fantastic work and promise here. I know you've uh, told us about the medications available through your company. Do you do you foresee having literally almost all possible anti seizure drugs or either branded generics or anything that is generic uh, by this process or by the by which what, what the company that you created uh, is that the hope and goal in the future? 
Yeah, yeah, it is, uh, Joe, for sure. Um, obviously, the two largest are uh, Levitt, which our brand name is Rawipra. For Lamotrigine, we do have a brand name, but we're waiting for it to be approved by the FDA. Um, and as soon as that comes out, we'll have that. But obviously, we get those two. That's, that's a significant portion of the market. But we do intend to continue down the list, you know, kind of just based on volume, what the, the biggest ones are. Um, until we get the majority of drugs uh, available. The one that um, right now seems like it's attracting the most attention, to be honest with you, is Lamotrigine IR, uh, because um, you know we, we intend to reintroduce the titration packs to the market, and that seems like it's creating a lot of uh, energy. Well, I, you know, we are uh, in our kind of last two, two and a half minutes, uh, I want to make sure that I have the opportunity for each of you to kind of to speak to our audience and and to just kind of you know what what take home message maybe people someone is out there and they're hearing this and and they just want to help or they want to support uh, the the fantastic work you're doing or maybe there's a health professional that's looking for a project like this. How can they contact you, or what, or what take-home message uh, may you have uh, from each of you uh, as you go on and do this fantastic work? Um, I'll, I'll jump in first here, Joe. Uh, sure. With respect to Solidarity Bridge, um, you know, we would we would love to have uh, uh, any neurologist or epileptologist participate in what we're doing in our clinic, in our our, our Skype discussions back and forth between Bolivia and the United States. Um, but, but, you know, really just restating what, what Scott had said before, um, you know, our motivation is if, if we can get somebody's seizures under control, um, the impact of that is not just on that person uh, himself or herself. The impact really goes so much broader uh, into that person's family, that person's ability to uh, to form relationships, have children, um, it, it really impacts so much of a broader spectrum of the population of Bolivia uh, and especially the poorer people of Bolivia that are benefiting from the, the Roipra that uh, is being donated by ROW. So that's, you know, that's the motivation, that's the goal with the epilepsy um, clinic in Cochabamba is just to provide that, uh, that option, that, that ability that, to have an improved life um, and have that spread more broadly throughout the, uh, the the people of Cochabamba and the rest of Bolivia. Kurt, before I, uh, I let you finish up with that, if someone wants to help on Solidarity Bridge uh, or any other project, what's the best way that they can uh, get in contact with you or your group? Um, either SolidarityBridge.org or uh, EpilepsyChicago.org. Either one, um, and we'd be able to uh, to to get in contact. I appreciate that. Scott, uh, kind of same question. What's, uh, uh, what, what is that, what take-home message for the larger audience that people who may be interested, they want to support, and, uh, and if they also want to be in contact uh, with either ROW Foundation or any of these other wonderful projects, what's the best way that they could find the contact for that? Sure. Um, our email address is rowpharmaphama.org, and um, um, if they go on that uh, website, they'll be able to see examples of some of the work we're doing. 
And again, Paul Reagan is the president of the ROW Foundation, and he's being contacted routinely. I know he's working with the International League Against Epilepsy that's providing him a list of some of the projects that they have in the queue. But he's always interested in talking to other people, just like he talked to Kurt with Solidarity Bridge. Um, and uh, if you're interested in um, focus on either education, diagnosis, or treatment of epilepsy, you know, uh, in the U.S. or globally, feel free to follow up with uh, uh, Paul Reagan at the ROW Foundation. And for OWP, OWP is uh, OWP Pharma, P-H-A-R-M-A dot com. Um, and if you're interested in um, our products uh, and getting the same, you know, consistent drug from the same manufacturer on a routine basis, on a cost-effective manner, you know, feel free to, to reach out to ROW Pharma as well. But uh, Paul's probably the best person to talk to as far as ROW Foundation and take a look at the website and uh, reach out if you've got a project that you think would be a fit. And the focus, again, uh, for ROW is really education, diagnosis, and treatment all around epilepsy. Fantastic. Well, uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me uh, today. I really appreciate it. As, as these things uh, evolve. I hope that we can have you back and talk about this amazing work and uh, make sure that we get the word out on on just these fantastic foundations. We, we, I appreciate you spending the time with me this morning. Thank you, Joe. Hey, thanks, Joe. Have a great day. Uh, Happy Epilepsy Absolutely. Absolutely. It is an Epilepsy Awareness Month, and, and, and I'm happy to be talking about global uh, issues today. Well, I've uh, had the uh, honor and privilege of talking to Mr. Scott Boyer, CEO of OWP Pharma, Mr. Kurt Florian, Executive Director of EF Chicago, as well as part of the Solidarity Bridge, uh, also Mr. Boyer, part of the ROW Foundation, uh, about novel way of really making a difference in the world of epilepsy. Um, you heard the contact information. We will try to place some materials up on our website when our link is ready. Uh, from this podcast. To everyone out there, it is November Epilepsy Awareness Month. Talk about it. Make sure that you let everyone know. And as always, join me for a future podcast episode of Hallway Conversations on Epilepsy.com. I am Dr. Joe Servan. Uh, have a great rest of your day. Thanks again.